Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 6.30, Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer. The ideal place to start your daily vacation on Oilers Radio. 6.30, Chad. Cam Moon, Cody Jansen, Derek Scott. We're with you this afternoon here on Oilers Now. We had Frank Saravalli in the first hour. Gone through some texts, lots of them. Let us know which Canadian teams you think will get into the NHL playoffs this year. Oilers Now brought to you by World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer. The ideal place to start your daily vacation. You can call us on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline 780-496-0063. The River Cree Resort and Casino. Excitement. Bet on it. That number. It's also the Ashley Fine Floors text line, which you have lit up pretty good this afternoon. Get the new floors you've always wanted with Ashley Ashley Fine Floors, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, open Monday to Saturday. You can get us on Twitter, at Oilers Now, or at Bob underscore Stoffer, although he's off this week, at Brendan Escott, couple of E's in the Brendan part, couple of T's in the Escott part, and Cody Jansen's at Jenner on PXP. So that's where you get him, too. And now we can go to our headliner. So you know this guy's a big deal. Our Oilers headliner is brought to you today by Wilhock Beef Jerky. It's the best you've ever tasted. Search for W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. And our Oilers now headliner is Sportsnet's Gene Principe. Gene, how goes it? Hey, don't jerky me around calling me a headliner. Wow. <laughs> this is unbelievable. Yesterday I was listening to the show and uh, headliner came on. I was like, I wonder if I'm going to be the headliner tomorrow. And I am. So this is great. And obviously, you, I know you normally work at night, but even though you're working during the day, you're doing some moonlighting oh, on boy. the radio. <laughs> oh, boy. You are mid-season form, Gene. Like, hey, buddy, how are things? Uh, it's going very well. It's this you've, now you've you've brightened up my day as you always uh, do every time yeah, I see thanks, you. Thanks, pal. Uh, <laughs> and I, I know it is uh, the middle of July, but as you know, here in in Edmonton and in oil country, oh. Oilers are top of mind. 
Uh, still waiting for an Evan Bouchard and a Ryan McLeod deals to come down. We were just talking with Frank Saravalli. He thinks uh, it won't be anytime soon. It'll be possibly more near the end. What do you think? Yeah, I, I would agree. I mean, I, I think everybody understands, and I love Ryan McLeod last season. You, you know, he, he basically said, okay, what, what do you need me to take? And, and he did that. And so, you know, he's, he's worthy of, of some more money. And, of course, Evan uh, is in that same category. Uh, these aren't negotiations where we're like, oh, is it going to happen? Are you going to get traded? These will get done, whether it's beginning, middle, end. It'll get resolved. Uh, they've got, uh, they being the Oilers, have, have the money for it, even though things are tight. And, they, you know, they're always working around and, and under the cap. But it doesn't concern me, and I agree with you. I was listening to you, uh, you and Cody discussing, you know, which Canadian teams make the playoffs. I swear, I, w- I didn't even have my bags unpacked from Vegas in the Cup final, and you're at the grocery store, and people are like, man, you must be looking forward to the Oilers season. I'm like, uh, <laughs> do you mind if I enjoy like some sunshine, uh, maybe a little bit of AK? Like people are just on it all the time when it comes to the Oilers, and if you ever forget that. All you have to do is go in public uh, and people will know you, see you, recognize you, and that's what they want to talk about. So it's lovely because you would be in a city where maybe it's a wonderful city, uh, just like Edmonton, but there isn't that real love and passion for a sport, whatever it might be. You kind of always feel like, you know, you always ask, we always think sometimes, you know, would you want to be a player? And I use Florida, which is a bad example now because they made it to the cup final. But years ago, you'd say, you know, would you rather be in Edmonton and an oiler and, you know, maybe get uh, recognized and get asked for autographs anywhere and everywhere or be in a city where you may not get recognized? doesn't have to be Florida. It could be anywhere where you think you wouldn't get recognized. And I always wondered which was better. And I guess it depends on your personality, what you want. But it sure is nice being in a city where people care about the Oilers all the time. Yeah, Sportsnet's Gene Principe is our guest. Part of it, Gene, I think, is is the Principe effect uh, that you were, you you get asked these questions a lot because you are a, a bit of the king of Kensington in this town. <laughs> As I make my uh, obscure CBC <laughs> reference from way back, and it's absolutely true, you are. Uh, but you were, you were at, you know, of course, you see all the Oilers. But when the Oilers games, when the Oilers uh, lost out to Vegas, and you continued on with Sportsnet, and you saw, you know, more games of, of the Golden Knights, and and saw their success, uh, you know, beyond the second round. Nick, how how close do you think the Oilers are right now as far as being, you know, and I, I think they're a legitimate Stanley Cup contender, but like how far off did you think they were of the Golden Knights last year? You know what, I, I think two, two kind of fold answer on this. First of all, watching Vegas when they're not playing Edmonton, you can be a little less... Um, or more subjective, I think, because when, when you cover the Oilers the way we do, uh, we are, you know, we I listen to you call the games, and you are excited virtually on any play and every play. But we do cover the Oilers, and we get an opportunity to, whether we know it or not sometimes, we, we get a connection to the team. And when you take that connection away, and in this case, Vegas is playing Florida, um, I, I got to tell you, they had a hell of a team. I mean, they really put a great team together that was full when it came to depth, had a goalie just step up and I wouldn't say steal 
series, but certainly made sure they won them. Um, so then I spin back to Edmonton, and, and I told this to some, some friends of mine. Uh, when I went to Vegas for the cup final, man, if I had a buck for every time somebody said, I had Edmonton in the final, I had Edmonton winning a cup, I was sure they were going to be here. I can't believe they're not here. I mean, everybody was saying it to me, and I think sometimes, Cam and Cody, when you're, when you're around a team and you're in a city all the time, true or not, you, you – you, you buy into it, right? You think, yeah, why aren't they here? Yeah, they should be here. And again, I'm not saying it's not true, but that's what you believe. But then when you hear people outside of Edmonton say it, whether it be broadcasters, whether it be players, ex-players, uh, fans, um, you start to go, yeah, it's, it's not just me and it's not just Cam and it's not just Cody or Bob or Jack or Louie. It's like lots of people who think this and believe it. So with that in mind, Cam, Edmonton's right there. I mean, I, I, I think, uh, to paraphrase uh, a source close to the Oilers, we, we know how to get to the hump. Now we need to figure out how to get over it. And I, and I think we're all in agreement with that, that the Oilers – I think for the next minimum five years are going to make the playoffs, knock on wood, barring some unforeseen circumstances. So in the playoffs, they're likely going to win a round or two, almost not automatically, but, you know, that's what we would expect minimum. But then they hit that hump of uh, Colorado two seasons ago, who were like Edmonton, of a Vegas who had been to a Stanley Cup final and now four conference finals. So you're going to run into a really good team. Uh, especially once you get through round one and round two. So it's figuring out how to get past your conference. And then eventually, listen, in, in, in speaking to and around people around Vegas, they're not going to slight Dallas and they're not going to slight Florida, uh, you know, publicly. But what we saw and what they felt is pretty close to the same, that they had their most difficult challenge against Edmonton. And so the belief is that if Edmonton had spun game five in their way and then gone down there or had to come back and win it in seven, that they could be the cup champs. Easy to say, hard to do, but it's something I, I, I believe and I think others believe it too. Well, that was what Jonathan Marsha show was very vocal about after the season was that Edmonton gave him the run for their money for sure. Hey, Gene, do you think you could see uh, Stuart Skinner going on an Aiden Hill type of playoff run here? Like, all you need is a goalie to get hot at the right time, really. Yeah, I agree. You know, it was interesting seeing Laurent Brassois, who, you know, Edmontonians would know well from his Oil Kings days and his Oiler days. Um, I saw him after, I think it was during game one, and he looked fine. He was walking around fine, but he said, you know, at that point he wasn't on the ice, and there was really, a, you know, there was no need for him to go on the ice with Jonathan Quick uh, as the back of Jaden Hill. But absolutely, absolutely that uh, Aiden Hill was... I mean, he was close to being a consulate trophy winner. If he'd maybe played a little bit more, um, maybe he's the guy that wins the big trophy. But I'm not sure he cares because he comes out of that uh, two years, just under $5 million a year, and he earned it. He helped them win a Stanley Cup. And uh, Oiler fans know that uh, from what he did to them in the second round. So to circle back to part one of your question, yes, Stewart is – is for sure available to be that guy. And I, and I think a lot of that, you know, when I watched Aiden uh, on the ice and I, and I watched him off the ice and, and interviewed him and listened to some of his interviews and watched him interact with his teammates, he kind of reminds me of Stewart or vice versa. Very low-key, laid back. Um, other than if you get in his crease, he'll make sure that you know it. 
he seemed to be very, or Stewart's very much like him regarding their approach. But Aiden's a, you know, a little bit farther ahead. Uh, you drafted a couple of years before Stewart. So a couple of years from now, even next year, I don't think anyone could talk me into believing that Stewart can't be the goalie uh, to lead Edmonton to a Stanley Cup. And also, listen, I, I really don't want to forget about Jack. I mean, Jack came in there and was unbelievable. I mean, in that game where they were down 3 nothing, if my memory serves me right, I, I, I mean, he he helped them win and he helped them have a chance in that series and who's to say even if they had got through round two who's to say what would have happened in round three if Stewart might have started that series but then Jack might have taken over depending on results so I, I like both goalies Stewart at this point appears to be the one that they would be going with that could change in September through to June next season but I, I think Stewart's got not only the uh, the right sort of goaltending uh, equipment to do it, but the the right mindset and the right frame of mind to do it as well. Because I think Cam, you know better than than myself and Cody and almost every listener what it takes to be a successful goalie when the pressure is on and it's big. Well, I don't know about that, Gene, but <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you played in big games. Sort of. Sportsnet's Gene Principe, our Oilers Now headliner, brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky. Uh, Gene, you've You've worked in a few places. I know you were in Lethbridge and Toronto, Winnipeg, here in Edmonton for a long time. You're from Edmonton. But you've had the, the pleasure of doing a lot of live television. And when you're doing live television, bizarre things can happen. A lot of things are out of your control, and you just got to roll with it. And I think back to when the Oilers were in Arizona this year, and the one and only time they went to Arizona and the, the only time they played at Mullet Arena. And you're in this rink that's about 4,600 seats. It was, it was jammed. There was a ton of Oiler fans that were having one heck of a good time. And not just at the game. I think they started early, like <laughs> well early in the day. Wonder why. Yeah. And, and you, like uh, where, where I was, I was like in a suite so I was like up and had this, it was a tremendous view. You were like right in the thick of it, like in the crowd. There really wasn't a lot of room. I don't know how you did what you had to do, given the circumstances, you know, over the years, you must have uh, you know, compiled a few stories of, of live television going sideways. I, I, I was amazed though, in Arizona, you were able to keep it together. Yeah, you know, well, that was a fun experience. Um, I think, Cam, you and I will agree with this, and I, and I believe I, I keep quoting Jack and Louie and, and Bob because we, we sort of travel as a group and spend time together, and we throw in our friends at Oilers TV as well in there. Uh, one of the reasons we are where we are has to do with what we've done, uh, some skill, lots of luck, some work. Uh, but then once you get there, I, I always believe one of the reasons you stay there is what you continue to do on radio or on TV. Uh, but the fans, um, when they like you, uh, that goes a long way because I think that your bosses and mine know that. And I also believe if they didn't like us, uh, your bosses and mine would also know that. And that was a real special occasion. I, I, I love, you know, it was a great uh, buildup that, that morning. 
uh, I was able to follow Connor McDavid out of the dressing room all the way onto the ice. It was so neat. Like Connor was just looking around like a kid, sort of going, oh, what's that? What's that? And then the game came. And I agree, you know, it was kind of funny because I had some friends down there, and Cam, you may have as well, that they had to pay a lot of money for tickets because in the past in Arizona when you'd go to the arena you know it fits whatever 18,000 and you can get tickets for 20 bucks or 30 or 40 or whatever but with the, the the limited seats and with all those Oiler fans you spoke of Ken it was a tough ticket to get you had to be willing to pay to get it but it was such a wonderful experience um you know would you want to do that 41 nights a year maybe not would you want to do it once or twice a season I, I think so. It was a lot of fun from, from our vantage point, and it was so great because we always feel like we're fans, but we happen to have a microphone for you to call the play-by-play, uh, for me to discuss what happened during intermissions or pregame or postgame, but that game, you were right there. Like There were fans all around us, and it was a great experience. And I, I will say about Oiler fans, Cam, I... I, I can't speak for other teams' fans. I, I know that they are supportive, coming from Vegas. Great, great fans. Great fans. So this isn't this isn't in any way a knock against anybody uh, who supports the other 31 NHL teams. But Oilers fans, it was so strange being in the Cup final and not seeing like thousands of Oilers fans because they were all there uh, for round two, and it was amazing. They came from anywhere and everywhere and post game and pre-game you know you walk back to the hotel or you're out for a bite to eat they wear those jerseys so proud and that was a great experience in arizona and so was and you know uh while we might be quote-unquote professionals most of the time uh deep down we're just we're just hockey fans who have great opportunities to tell people about their teams and their players um, so Mullen Arena was great. T-Mobile was great as well in the second round. I'm, see, when we talk like this, I'm pumped up and ready to go. Let's <laughs> let's do this. But training camp's still a couple months away. I know. I I can't wait to go get it going too. Uh, Gene Principe is our guest. Gene, I, I also love that the, at the Mullet Arena, the visitor dressing room, which was very nice. I believe it was uh, built. You know, once the NHL. Uh, was in there and it was it was it was outstanding room but you had to go outside yeah and to go inside just like yeah. the old like Glengarry Arena it reminded yeah. me of Glengarry yeah, I remember that. You and I, we both being Northside guys, we both played there, and I remember that was a freaking cold arena. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, it was freezing, and I still, actually, my kids took skating lessons there. Well, that's quite a few years ago now, but I remember you'd go into the dressing room separate, then you'd had to walk outside, then walk inside uh, to the arena, and that was mullet. It was warm. Uh, yeah, don't get me wrong. It wasn't Glengarry Arena cold, but it was, you know, the players sort of joked that the room was big, if you remember, Cam. Yeah, like, that the was room huge. was like, wow. But everything was upstairs, like showers, washrooms, offices. Um, it, it was, you know, and, we, and obviously with skates on, it was a little bit of a challenge to try and get to where they wanted to get. I, I You know, in, in thinking back to their experience there, uh, I think the Oilers enjoyed it. 
being a one-off uh, again if that's your home arena all the time it, it's different but it was it was fantastic and oh with so many cold winter nights right play i remember playing outdoors i don't know if the kids do a lot of outdoor hockey now it seems like it's a little more of a novelty than when we uh used to play because back then i remember the arena by the old uh, oiler arena rexall place there uh santa rosa which has a new name now that's escaping me and i used to love playing in there because it was one of the warmest uh arenas indoor and it was such a treat to play indoors when you're playing hockey on 56 so you know you're 10 years old 45 years ago there aren't a lot of indoor arenas so when you did get indoor it was like you felt like you were in the nhl it was a heck of a deal so mullet was great glengarry was great any hockey memory is great and it's always nice to sort of be able to talk about them any time of the year but especially in the summer because we're expecting some warm weather here after all the smoke and rain. We do need some summer. Edmonton's a great city in the summer with everything we've got going on, but we have to have a chance to enjoy it. I agree. I agree. It's the Russ Barnes yeah. Arena, which Ross, is the, Ross Ross it in. Yeah, it's the old the old Santa Rosa. And I yeah. remember the ODR at uh, Baldwin. I was at the, the yeah. Baldwin Outdoor Rink quite a bit. Delwood was good. I went to Evansdale. Yeah. yeah. That win, that's way back, but those were good times. Yeah, yeah, great memories. I love seeing kids, uh, you know, now not to go continue down memory lane, but we didn't, you know, we had a few channels on TV. We definitely didn't have any... Uh, uh, you know, uh, Wii's and Xboxes and phones, and it was hop on your bike to start the day. You might come home for lunch in the summer, back on your bike, and away you went. Your parents, they, they virtually <laughs> didn't know where you were. I don't want to say they didn't care, but it just was a, a different uh, different time than now. Uh, now, you know, sometimes it's great to see kids outside. Doesn't matter what they're doing. I just love seeing them outside. Yeah, Gene. Yes. Great. Hey, great catching up with you. Thank you for joining us today. Thanks, Mooner. See you, Cody. See you guys. What a beauty. Gene Principe. That's her headliner for Wilhawk Beef Jerky. 125 in Edmonton. We'll take a quick break. Cam Moon, Cody Jansen, Derek Scott. We are here. Oilers Now on 630 Ched. Subscribe to the Oilers Now podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. Cam Moon, Cody Jansen, Derek Scott, Oilers Now. Great to talk with Gene Principe from Sportsnet. Oh, just pure gold. Pure gold from Gene. That's why he was the headliner, because you knew it. You knew he was going to bring it, and he did. Some guests of Oilers now received gift cards to Japanese Village, Edmonton's favorite teppanyaki steak restaurant. Book your celebration for the senses at jvedmonton.ca. Also, we got great news from our friends at Brent Ridge Ford. They just received the largest allocation of trucks and SUVs that they've had in years. Most of these units are scheduled to be built in August for fall delivery, with discounts as high as $8,000 on F-150s. Now's the time to purchase your new truck. If you want to be treated fairly at every level of vehicle ownership, call Rich, Johnny, or Uncle Milt at 780 780- 352-6048. Brent Ridge Ford, your truck, your Ford Truck Authority on the Auto Mile in Wetaskiwin. They do great work at Brent Ridge Ford. 
We have got a whole pile piling up on the text line, which we will get to, I promise you. Uh, for our friends at Ashley Fine Floors, Cody is compiling it right now. So we will have that for you when we come back after the break. we got a global news, weather and traffic update with Randy Kilburn coming up next. This is Oilers Now on 630 Ched.